Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billet. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Hey there, it's Christy Lee here. Welcome to episode number 196 of the People Powered Business Podcast. It's great to have you here with us today. Um, firstly, I want to kick off this podcast episode by saying a huge thank you to our regular and new listeners of the podcast. It's so great to have you here each and every week and love getting your feedback on the shows. And I know some of you uh, have been listening to the podcast, you know, for, for quite some time and others are new listeners. And I just wanted to let you all know how much I appreciate uh, you joining the podcast every week, listening in, giving me your feedback. And I really hope that the episodes we've brought you throughout 2023 have been valuable and uh, looking forward to bringing you even more episodes in 2024. Now, for those regular listeners, whether you're a new regular listener or whether you are a long-term OG fan of the podcast, I have a little, I guess, favor to ask. Could you reach out and let me know whether you are a regular listener of the podcast? Just email me at hello at peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au and just say, yes, I'm a regular listener. If you are inclined to, could you also let me know if you've got a favorite episode or an episode that was really, I guess, a bit of an aha moment for you and has really helped you in your business? The thing is, this is episode 196, which means we're getting pretty close to 200 episodes. It kind of snuck up on me, if I'm honest. As I was recording the last episode, I was like, oh, it's episode 195. We're nearly at episode 200. We should probably celebrate that. (laughs) Um, And I don't have any plans to celebrate it, but I'd really love to. So if you are a regular listener, could you just reach out, hello at peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au, or if you're in any of my social media um, feeds, just tag me there or send me a direct message. Let me know that you're a listener and let me know if you have had any particular favorite episode or what you love about the podcast, because I would love to feature some of you on the 200th episode, which is coming really soon. Terrible timing with Christmas coming up. Anyhow, I digress. Please reach out if that's you. I would really love to hear from you. And again, thank you for joining me throughout 2023 on the podcast. But don't worry, I'm not going anywhere yet. We will continue weekly episodes over the Christmas period. Today, I wanted to chat to you about your end-of-year team to-do list. I saw a meme on the socials, I can't remember if it was Facebook, um, recently, and it was it made me laugh, actually. It was two images, both from Pulp Fiction, the movie, with uh, John Travolta and Uma Thurman in a car. One said, driving out of 2019, and the other image, which was the same image but different, said driving out of 2023. And in the first image, John and Uma are driving out looking all positive and fresh and optimistic about the future ahead. And in the second image, driving out of 2023, they looked quite the opposite, like they'd been through um, some kind of hellish event and uh, looked quite despondent, pretty much like they'd been put through the ringer. And it resonated because I think that's how a lot of us are feeling right now. And it's really interesting. I hadn't quite put the, uh, the framework around it that, this is still like a post-COVID thing. Like it just hadn't really 
you know, dawned on me because it's it's been a normal-ish year, I guess. Maybe it's been the first full, complete back to normal and I'm using, you know, little speech marks there, back to normal year. But it hadn't dawned on me that this is actually, yes, a bit of a post-traumatic reaction almost to the few years that we've gone through because we've been on such a pace of just getting through things and then getting back to normal. And I don't know about you, but term four, getting back to normal, I don't like it. I don't I don't know how we used to do this pace of stuff in term four. And that's particularly for those of us with kids, of course, kids of any age, but there is a lot, like a lot going on. And I was chatting to a parent uh, in business at a one of my child's sporting events recently, actually. It was like 8.30 on a Monday night. We're all pretty tired. And she just said, I just, if one more thing happened today, I think I was going to cry. And then someone in our people-powered HR community said, and then I'm going to sit under my desk and cry. And I think we're all feeling a little emotional and overwhelmed, tired and emotional at the moment. And maybe it is because this is the first full year back to complete activities being back to normal and all the pace being back. It's not so fun. I've discovered I don't enjoy it. Um, And I think we're all a little over it. And I've just noticed that And I think this year we have had added pressures in the mix like market conditions like inflation, cost of living, interest rates. I don't know whether you've looked at travelling, but the cost of travel is absolutely insane at the moment. You know, the kids' activities, like I said, for those of us with our own businesses, the staffing costs like salary pressure increases are phenomenal. You know, I've heard stories of people, apprentices, walking into offices demanding huge pay increases, like $12 an hour pay increases because that's what they're getting offered elsewhere. Like crazy stuff is going on right now, right? So there's a lot for us to cope with. And it's December and so we all just want to crawl under the desk. I get it. I'm right there with you. But it's not the time to do that. We've had a couple of conversations around this recently around why employees are so disengaged at the moment, uh, some of the mistakes we're making as business owners at this time of year. So today I wanted to share with you a more positive and practical and pragmatic approach, which is what should be on your end of year team to-do list. Because we've spoken a lot about this being a critical time for engagement, and it is, but it's about more than that. And this might be a time you need to focus on some compliance stuff as well. There's been a lot a lot of changes this year when it comes to legislation, laws, rules, compliance, and there is more coming. And this is a time to be looking at that. And so I thought I'd just recap what maybe should be on your December to-do list, because let's face it, right now we could all use a bit of a helping hand. A little checklist might be handy for some of you right now. So let's dive into a few things. Now, we've spoken you know, in recent weeks on the podcast about this being a critical engagement time But it's kind of more than just that. There's a lot going on. And so, yes, we want to engage our team. Yes, we want to make sure that we're not just dropping the ball in regards to that. Like I shared last week in a couple of episodes ago when we unpacked that recent study that showed only a third of employees are engaged right now, which is staggeringly low and really concerning. But the flip side that comes with that is we have a generation of employees in our workplaces right now who are very aware of their rights and entitlements. And what happens is at this time of year when everyone's tired and emotional and certainly when engagement is low and employees aren't feeling appreciated or valued or all of those things are happening, what do you think they're focused on? They're going to go deep diving on their entitlements, their rights, 
And this is a time of year where they may become an issue. So I've seen this play out recently, actually, um, where a business was, you know, they're in the professional services space. Obviously, the Fair Work Act requires that a full-time job is 38 hours a week plus reasonable additional hours. And they are rostering their employees in terms of on-client work 40 hours a week minimum. And yes, it's professional services. And yes, that is the market expectation. I get it. I've been there. I've worked in it. These employees aren't going to put up with that. And they've suddenly decided this is the time of year they're going to bring this to our attention, which is really interesting because they know their rights and entitlements. And they're no longer, you don't have the goodwill with some of these people anymore that they'll write it out with you, that they'll put in the extra hours, that they'll just accept that this is the norm. They're really, we've got a generation of people in the workplace that are not happy to accept the status quo just because we're telling them it's what it should be. They're going to question us. They're going to challenge us. They're going to ask questions and they're absolutely entitled to. And we need to be prepared for that because I know that's a conversation you don't want to be having in December, but if we're not on the front foot and looking at this, it's a conversation our employees are going to have with us. The other side of this, and again around the engagement piece but from a different angle, is that this is a time of year where we may need to close some open loops. So looking back at what we've promised throughout the year, the commitments we've made, and perhaps not delivered on yet. Maybe it was around some training or some development. Maybe we discussed something in a performance review and we haven't got around to implementing it. There might be some open loops. December might be a good time to close those up. Even if you can't get the thing done, at least looping back and having some communication to say, hey, I'm just recapping my year and I've realized that we spoke about this training and we haven't made it happen for you yet. I just want to know, I just want you to know I've picked up on that and we're going to talk about it in January. We're going to get it booked in in the first quarter for you. Closing those loops is going to be very valuable for you as your employees head off into their Christmas break. And it's and I actually, I had this conversation with a group of leaders this week. I think we as leaders and business owners think that we should not be making any mistakes. And therefore, if we do make mistakes or if we drop the ball, we have to have an excuse for it. It's totally okay to just own it. I actually think that goes down better with our employees because it shows we're actually human. So if that situation arises where you've got an open loop and you haven't done the training you promised, I think it is completely fine to say to the employee, I'm recapping my year. I've realized we discussed this training and I haven't made that happen for you. I'm really sorry. I dropped the ball on that. I got distracted, sidetracked, these priorities popped up, but that's not an excuse and I shouldn't have let let it slide. I'm absolutely going to make sure it happens. I'm, I'm looking at the options for Feb for you, whatever you can do. So you don't have to promise something, and again, please don't promise something you can't deliver, very importantly, but close those loops. It actually is helpful for you because it removes some clutter that's probably in your headspace right now. And I don't know about you, but I am not sleeping at all right now. There is so much going on in my head that I'm like, I've got to do that. I've got to do this. I forgot about that. And you're probably the same. 4 a.m., very busy thinking at 4 a.m. a lot at the moment. And a lot of people I'm talking to are the same. So this is going to help you as well in terms of decluttering that headspace, which hopefully is going to mean you will be able to have a bit of a break over the Christmas period. So yes, December is a time to think about engagement, but I want to reframe that for you today around those areas of our employees understand their entitlements and we need to be across them. And also this is a time to close some loops as well. Now on the compliance front, there have been a lot of legislative changes this year 
and there are more coming. There have been more changes in the last 12 months than there have been since the Fair Work Act was implemented in late 2009, so it officially started in 2010. This year has seen more changes. So there's a few reasons for that. One is the four-yearly review of modern awards that took eight years to do finally happened. (laughs) So we finally got the changes to modern awards, and there were many awards that had some pretty significant changes. One of the big ones that's flown under the radar a little bit is around the rules around Christmas close-down periods. The notice you need to give employees, what you can do if they don't have enough leave accrued, because in a lot of the awards, you can't simply make them take leave without pay anymore. So uh, if you're not already across that, it's probably a timely one to be having a very quick look at. But there's been lots of other changes as well. And we've spoken about the reasons for that on the podcast before. When we have a change of government, particularly when the change of government is a complete change of parties, which we've had in Australia this year at the federal level, they've all got their own agenda and they're going to make changes to suit that agenda. We are under the governance of a Labor government right now. And historically, traditionally, by their very values, Labor governments are focused on the people, employees. They're heavily union focused. They want to look after, I want to say the battler, but they just want to look after the employees. Now, I've been talking to a lot of business owners who are incredibly frustrated by this, Of course, they're not, a Labor government is not a small business government Um, and it's frustrating, but you know what? We don't make the rules. It's our job to learn how to play within them. And it's a lot of what I do with people powered HR members and our power boss coaching clients is help them play efficiently, effectively, productively within those rules. So they are compliant. They're not at risk, but there are ways that we can still work really effectively and that our businesses don't have to be totally constrained by these rules. But you do need to be across them because they are real and the government has made it very clear they're not going to muck around when it comes to penalties and fines and they're significant. And sticking your head in the sand, ignorance, it's just not an excuse. It's not going to fly when it comes to breaches of of this legislation. And there's more changes coming in the year ahead. The government has made it very clear they want secure jobs. They want better pay for employees. They want zero gender pay gap. They want to look after vulnerable people. They want more flexibility in work for employees, not employers. Um, So there's there's more changes coming and it is our job to be across it. And it's one of the reasons that our members of People Powered HR value that so much because we promise uh, up-to-date compliance updates in real time. So there's lots of changes coming. Some of the ones that have happened, uh, the removal of pay secrecy clauses in employment contracts. You just can't have them anymore and there are fines for that. There's been changes to the parental leave pay scheme. That's the one that's governed by Services Australia. Uh, There were changes that hit that on the 1st of July. Uh, So that change, there's no more dad and partner pay. It's all been rolled into one. And there's more changes coming in 2024. That scheme is being extended. It's going to be lengthened. We've had the introduction of the positive duty laws where employers now have a positive duty, and we've done an episode on this, to prevent sexual harassment and sex-based discrimination in workplaces. Having a policy is not good enough anymore. We need to do more. Just this week, beginning of December, there's been changes to rules around fixed-term contracts. You can't have rolling fixed-term contracts anymore. They're gone. And there's a new fixed-term contract information statement that you have to hand out. Of course, you will know about the changes to casual conversion. And if you don't know about them, please get across them because they are real. Um, There are laws around having to offer casuals to convert to permanency in certain scenarios right now. And, of course, the introduction of paid family and domestic violence leave. We've seen that 
happen in the last 12 months. And that's for all businesses, so small businesses included in that now, um, that we have an extra paid leave that is available to staff. And there are rules around how we need to manage it, how we need to document it, what it can be used for. It's a tricky area. and It's a new area for business owners. And I know that none of you got into business for the love of HR compliance. (laughs) Even I didn't get into business for the love of HR compliance. So there's a lot to get your head around and it really is important. It is your responsibility. So if it's not your area of expertise, get the support, get the help. There's plenty of it out there, but ignorance is not an option. And you need to be prepared for more changes that will be coming. It's going to be changes around more secure jobs. I'm expecting some changes around contractors in the next 12 months. Um, we don't know what all the changes are going to be like because the bill that got put before Parliament is being argued quite intensely amongst business circles and I don't think all the changes tabled will get through, but there are definitely more coming, so you need to be prepared for that. So on that note, what should be on your twenty, your December, I should say, 2023 team to-do list or your December to-do list probably any year, if I'm honest with you? The first thing to do, I think, is do a compliance check for the year that's gone. Are your documents up to date? I know lots of businesses that have very outdated employment contracts circling around that will not protect them if push comes to shove. I also know many businesses that haven't looked at their position descriptions for a long time and are no longer relevant. The number of tech changes you would have had in your business in the last 12 months alone would mean almost every position description probably needs to be updated. But from a compliance perspective, your contracts, your policies, are you up to date with the legislation? Are you giving out the right statements? Are you, um, you know, is all your payroll compliant? I would do a compliance check for the year that's gone and just review everything and make sure it's up to date. The second thing I would put on your to-do list is please do your clean slate exercise. This is your team planning exercise so you understand what resources you have, what resources you need, where you have gaps and where you have surplus. We spent a whole session of the recent 2024 team planning workshop on this exercise. It is something I encourage businesses to do every year, at least once a year. This is the time of year to do it. So please do your clean slate exercise. There is an entire episode on that here on the podcast. So you can go back and have a listen to that. Once you've done that, map out your calendar for key team events for 2024. So you can see where you've got clashes, problems, gaps, we, we again, this is exactly what we did at the um, team planning workshop. We spent the final session putting everything on a calendar. When are you doing performance reviews? When have you got leave scheduling issues? When are you doing training and development? When do you need to hire? When do you need to review position descriptions? When are you implementing a wellbeing program? Because you can't do it all at once. <laughs> despite our best intentions and thinking that we're totally superheroes and can, you can't. You've got to map it out. And if you realise you've got a clash, you can move things around now rather than getting to that point and going, oh, my God, there's no chance this is happening. Map it out. As I said earlier, go back and close any loops. What have you promised and what have you done? And where there is a gap, close the loop. And when I say close the loop, that doesn't mean you have to do the thing. If that's not possible this month, don't put that pressure on yourself. But go back to the team member or to the team involved and acknowledge that there's an open loop that you need to close and this is when it's going to happen and please put it in your diary to do it so you don't continue to have an open loop. Really, really importantly, and I'm going to tell you to put it on a to-do list because there's so much going on right now, you could easily forget, although it sounds simple, thank your people for the year that's gone. Whether it's been amazing, successful, smooth, challenging, tough, whatever has happened this year, Thank your people. 
you would be surprised, so surprised how important that is to them and how far that will go. Really acknowledge them genuinely for the year that's gone and how much you appreciate them. Give them something to look forward to. Doesn't matter what it is, give them something to look forward to in 2024 so they are looking forward to coming back to work. And finally, create some space for you to plan. Now, I know a lot of you will do that over your Christmas break. I would love to say that I want to see every business owner take a Christmas break and not be doing their planning then, but I would be lying if I said I wasn't going to be doing the same thing (laughs) despite my best intentions. But give yourself some space. I was on a coaching call with one of our power boss participants this morning and she shared that she would be excited to just be able to get into the office without the chance of any customers being able to call or not having any staff to manage so she can get some clear space to think over the Christmas break. And that's kind of okay. If that's your only time to do it, just give yourself some space. I know for me, I can't plan whilst I'm in the midst of everything. It's why my planning hasn't gone very well or to plan this year yet, because I haven't had the headspace nor the space in my calendar. I can't plan effectively in half hour gaps between meetings. It just doesn't work for me. I actually plan better when I'm in a different location generally. And and again, I haven't had the opportunity for that yet. So I'll probably be doing a bit of that too, but give yourself space to plan and to think and to really consider because maybe how things were this year is not how things need to be next year. In fact, for lots of you, that might be the case. For me, that's the case. So what will it look like? What could it look like? What are the possibilities? Giving yourself space for that big blue sky thinking, I think is so important. And yes, you do need to put it on your to-do list and please do not feel guilty if that means spending a day away somewhere else or even at home or in a different location because your business needs that. Your business will be more successful if you give yourself that. So that is our discussion for today. What should be on your December team to-do list. It's about compliance checking. It's about closing loops. It's about doing your clean slate exercise, thanking your people, giving them something to look forward to and giving yourself some space to think and to plan. Again, I hope you've enjoyed that episode. Just a reminder, as I mentioned at the beginning of today's episode, if you're a listener of the podcast, could you reach out and let me know by sending me an email at hello at peoplepowerbusiness.com.au because we are very, very close to our 200th episode and I would love to celebrate you and get you involved in that. But here's the thing, when you have a podcast, I don't know who's listening. (laughs) I'm talking to you and I do not know who's listening. So if you can reach out and let me know, I would love to get you involved and get your input So we can celebrate the 200th episode of the podcast, which is coming up in just four episodes time. So I'm super excited about that. Thanks so much for joining me. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week. And I'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of the People Powered Business Podcast. 